2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed.
1: From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center podcast feed, and this isn't Star Wars, rank. This isn't databank for All. Our Thursday time slot this week is dedicated to Resistance Reborn by Rebecca Roanhorse. It is the new Star Wars novel that came out just a short time ago, but you know what we like to do here at Force Center. We like to take it in and really dive in. Deeper into these books, and that means I can't do this alone. (laughs) I'd never dream of doing this alone. Joseph Scribshaw, get in here. Welcome to this review.
3: I am happy to be here to dig into 300 pages of Star Wars, just under 300 pages. Just under. Just under. But still, we'll talk about it as though there were 300 pages. Yeah. You get
1: those extra
3: few pages worth of content here on Forest Center.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lately, we've been having a lot of fun going uh, very, very deep into our topics. Yeah. And it's, it's part of the fun. But I think it's the time. This is prime time Star Wars uh, uh, time. A lot, a lot of times in there. Yeah, super timey. Timey we, time. We, we got shows, we got video games, we got books, and we got movies, and all of it kind of rolling into one. Yeah. This so is going to yeah. be fun. Uh, before we do that we want to remind you to taste back Podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash 4center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Joseph, every week we like to recommend an audiobook while it would make sense what we're doing this week. Yeah, this
3: week we're going to recommend the book we're about to review. So if you would like to on us, uh, you can go get Resistance Reborn by Rebecca Roanhorse, uh, pause this, listen to the entire thing, then listen to the rest of the review. Or if you're the kind of person who uh, who doesn't mind hearing spoilers, because this is going to be absolutely full of spoilers, uh, check it out and then go listen
1: to the book. Absolutely. This is going to be a fun deep dive full of spoilers indeed. Uh, uh, you you want to get up to speed. I don't think you should just be like, eh, I'll figure it out. No. Let me listen and see if I like this book. Go get the book. Listen to it, and we're going to dive in. So that's your spoiler warning right yeah. there. Uh, Joseph, wow. Um, this is an interesting book. Yeah. Really surprised me in some ways. It's a very
3: unique book, right, because uh, with we've had Road to the Force Awakens. We've had uh, yeah. a Journey to the Last Jedi. Right. Uh, and now this has been a Journey to the Rise of Skywalker we haven't, uh, partially because of hiding reveals, partially because of timelines, mm. we haven't had a book that yeah. is featuring major characters, major canon, setting up uh, some ideas and some just important facts and rebuilding yeah. uh, and emotional stuff like yeah. this book. So I've been really, really looking forward to this one because uh, mm. we haven't got things like it. And I was uh, not pleasantly surprised because I enjoy mm. most of the books. I was pleasantly Confirmed (laughs) in my suspicion (laughs) that I would uh, enjoy it. But, Ken, I wanted to start with you. What is your big picture
1: reaction? Did you like it? Love it? Was it different than you expected? Uh, Hot damn. I really uh, loved a lot of the things this book did. And I I guess it's a little like Billy Crystal and When Harry Met Sally. When I get a new (laughs) book, I don't read the last page, but I do flip towards the last page and get a rough idea of what I'm getting into. Page count links wise. wise. Yeah. Leng- yeah. What kind of investment is this? Let me pace my reading. <laughs> I do love reading and read a lot of books, but sometimes if it's one or two chapters, I need to put it down. I, my mind wanders. I just have that problem. So I flipped the end and I was like, this is like one of the shortest of the new canon novels. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I would think there's uh, would be more in this important story. Rebecca Runhorse packed so much story into those pages, it didn't need to be any longer. Yeah. That would just have been page fluff. This got right to it, but really covered a lot of ground, and I was... I really enjoy that. And then then therefore, it had a fast pace to it, faster than a lot of other uh, recent books.
3: Yeah, I would have read this one in one sitting if Mm. stupid human life hadn't interrupted me. But I read it probably in like three chunks. It it, it invites you to just keep reading. I wanted to keep reading. I was invested the whole time. Books like this have the challenge of when you're dealing with... Known characters, sometimes major characters, and then you flash to uh, a character that you don't yet know—that's new to the yeah. book. Sometimes that can be a slowdown for me in Star Wars books. Sure, that was yeah. not the case here, uh, which we'll we'll talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, my big picture is that I, I I did really 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 like it um, just as much as I expected to, because I've come to expect a lot of these Star Wars canon books. Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised that Resistance Reborn was both. Hey, literally, we have no personnel in equipment, and we're just about gone. Yeah. And we all have a lot of trauma to deal with, mm. and we can only kind of be reborn if we literally process the trauma. Yeah. So I was really happy that it was both the kind of the internal and the external of mm. the actual title, the plot, Resistance uh, Reborn. Right. I did not expect it to be as dense as it is with canon from books uh video games comic books even really celebrating uh, long-loved obscure mm. more obscure characters from the yeah. original trilogy so that was a, a surprise yeah. and to your good point about the the balance of this book i i found myself thinking at the end like this is a book that is incredibly simple yet complex because mm-hmm. it stays kind of laser focused on a short time period yeah on the one concept of we need to just even get the first building block mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. rebuilding. But then within that, yeah, that simple straight story, uh, we get, uh, we follow a lot of different people, a lot of different mini relationships, a lot of different traumas that need to be processed. So it's, it's great. Cause it's like this, uh, this explosion of, uh, variations on the one main theme of rebirth.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, you, w- <laughs> When, the, when I heard the title, that, when that was announced, I immediately had a flood of expectations. Right. And I got to say, in some ways, the book never touched those expectations, <laughs> and I'm so glad. Yeah. Because I would have been like, okay, they're the, 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 the rebuilding the resistance, and then my fan fiction brain starts going in a certain direction. And this was like, no, no, the, 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 you're, you're 12 steps ahead. Your twelfth. This is the moments after. This is the moments where we're the processing it, and the fact that this really took the time to delve into some of the stuff with Leia and Poe specifically come to mind for dealing with some things. I was like, oh, okay, I got to change gears in the most wonderful way. Yeah, like we're building and rebuilding ourselves first. Yeah. I did, thought that was key. Did you think that it was going to be spread over a wider period
3: of time and might have walked up to the like, and then this explains every single ship that they have in their armada come Rise of Skywalker movie?
1: I did. Yeah. I did. I thought there'd be not bigger stakes. There's huge stakes. The galaxy's at stake. They got to rebuild. I thought there'd be bigger scale enemies, villains, battles. Yeah. I don't have a specific answer to that. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, Hux didn't show up chasing them down again. All the kind of, no, it was on a smaller scale, which was important because they're, they're on the run, they're scattered, they're hiding out. First Order probably now has their own things. You know, what is Hux and Kylo, Supreme Leader Kylo doing? And, and we don't get that. And, and, and I think I would have expected more of that. Yeah. And again, glad it didn't. This is why I'm not writing. <laughs> this is why a talented writer like Rebecca Roanhorse is. Yeah, I
3: really like that it does give us what, what feels like a full Star Wars meal and in a surprising way in this era where we haven't had these mm-hmm. kind of major releases around a uh, sequel trilogy right. canon with major important characters, but it still left plenty of room to tell different stories.
4: Uh,
3: and this is clearly happening just for, for kind of canon hounds out there to put it in context. This is a couple... Days after Last Jedi at most, uh-huh. because uh, some events at the end of the Poe Dameron comic book run happened first. Poe goes off to right. meet up with Black Squadron. Yeah, oh, then I yeah, think yeah, we yeah. have all the events of this. Then I think we have the four issue Star Wars Allegiance comic book. Yes, which is basically centers around a mission to uh, uh, Moncala. Mm-hmm. And then we have the middle reader Spark of Resistance book. Because in that book, they reference having
1: already mm. got the Moncala ships. Right. And you've read that. I have not read that one. Yeah. I probably should. Okay. Yeah. It's got some really legit. fun stuff yeah. and some good,
3: great character stuff. It is very much a middle reader uh, sure. adventure, resetting the stakes, but it's got some absolutely fun stuff with that's, Ray and Poe and, and uh, yeah, and it's probably and Rose, more my yeah. speed. Middle, middle readers, <laughs> that was not what I was saying. No, I'm, I'm saying to myself. Yeah. So uh, we've already heaped some praise. Was yes. there anything that you disliked or
1: questioned? Uh, dislike? No, no. I thought I thought most of the characters sounded like the characters. That's always it's it's an important thing when you're writing these books. And and do you have a do you feel the author has a a a, a good take and a good handle on classic characters you already know or some of the new classic characters? I thought Poe particularly shined. Um. Yeah, I thought Finn's yeah, enthusiasm Finn, shown mm-hmm, through Leia's mm-hmm. dry wit. So that that hit for me there. So as far as dislikes, no, because the, the it was so quick of a read and the story moved so quick that even towards I, I, when one of the main villains kind of uh, that story wraps up, I even had kind of like, oh, oh, we're here already. Even though I knew the page count was was low, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't dislike that at all. There's nothing I really. Uh, just like questioned, um, there was a, here's. there's, I'll say this. There was one moment. I just wanted Wedge to shut up about making breakfast. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Really? But that's not a critique of the author. That's a critique of Wedge. Like, I I don't care about the meat tubes or the eggs that you dropped. Kitties. The you, kitty eggs. War has come to your door, <laughs> so
3: you, being a fan, often of the the war part of Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. you were like, "Shut up about the space chickens mm-hmm. and getting an X-wing wedge antilles."
1: Exactly, exactly. And okay. and that was the only that was the only part where really, I was I was uh, reading the book and then experiencing it from this point of view of 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 again, of, again and I'm involved in the story. Yeah. It was uh it's the only time I just remember going like ah, is she gonna get Wedge out of here? Like what's and I know Wedge's gonna do something nice, right? right. You know, pledge, yeah. wedge. But like it was it was wonderfully awkward. Which by the way, Wedge kind of is. If I remember Eric the Empire stuff when he's there. Yeah. He's kind of I don't want to say bumbling, but like there's a the one scene he's like a spy, he's like the backup, right? And then, like the person, to, I think they're talking to Lando. It's like, "Hey, watch your your backup over there is really obvious." <laughs> and like, so there's this kind of a lovable. He's a great fighter pilot, but he's just this guy. Hi, I'm Wedge. Like, so it all worked for me. But that was, there was one point I just remember, like, God, come on. Stop making breakfast, Wedge.
3: (laughs) Fair enough. I I liked uh, uh, getting on in years, Wedge Antilles, who just wants to be making breakfast and is dealing with family dynamics and the, oh, do I have to go back to war? (laughs) Come on. I was was having a farm uh, and a wife and and a nice time being being partners in life. (laughs) Uh, I think my only qualm is uh, I wouldn't put it forth as a great critique of the book. I think one of the challenges of this mm-hmm. book is no matter how much you include, different fans are going to feel like different things uh shouldn't have been omitted. Uh, right. And even that sounds judgmental. So it's not a critique of the book. It is uh, me acknowledging that I was surprised by something that I wanted to be there that wasn't. Gotcha. So the thing that I, that I didn't hear was there was, you know, discussion of, yeah. Luke returned and he died and, mm. and he's gone now. Right. And they're given great weight to, uh, Leia. There was given some weight to Ray of, you know, what's next. Um, yeah. And there was weight in like, Oh wow. The resistance is really in trouble. You really need help if even the Jedi, mm-hmm. the master Jedi is gone. But to me, I love Let- last Jedi so much because what Luke did was accepting being a myth because being a myth Right. being uh, one person who can stand up to the whole first order with a laser sword mm-hmm. that was supposed to ring out to the yep. galaxy and be a symbol of hope. Mm-hmm. Like that's to me, like a part of what is yep. going on in last Jedi. That's why it ends with, uh, uh, Black being yeah. told the story and playing with action figures and raising the right. broom. you know? Um, so I wanted and that, that legend would start with the people who were there. So when Luke was mentioned mm-hmm. i wanted there to be a little bit of like yeah luke's gone but uh, you didn't see what he did mm-hmm. like he but he we're only alive because of him he right. you know he had the strength to stand up to them he made it possible for us to escape it it's i understand that it's focusing on the impact of these characters right but i wanted them to advance the legend and i wanted that to reinforce that his sacrifice helped them escape and it rings out to the galaxy. Yeah.
1: Is a myth, is hope. I I'm I I'm right there with you on that now when you stop and think about it. And it might have been you know, I don't we don't know the process. I don't know what's going on in those Delray's offices, but and Lucasfilm offices where Luke Luke in the novels has been very whether it's the legacy of the, 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 the myth book about Luke, yeah, but, legends, although, yeah, know, yeah right, you, other than that, Skywalker. you don't really get a lot, right? It, 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 it sees, he's always on the side, even in like bloodlines and stuff in Aftermath. Um, and Wendig famously said it, a lot of his Luke stuff was cut out, so I, I'm right, even, in, in Aftermath, there's even the like some people
3: say he was there when Ben was born, right. and some people don't, so
1: yeah. it's so it's maybe I just am so used to that, yeah, but I am I'm very much a believer. We were talking about it, I, I kind of made a sad remark of just like. You know, maybe Leia's allies do show up a little bit later because they've heard the tale of Luke's of Luke. story. So that could still happen. All that, all, all that's, I think, what you're saying too. Because I just, it didn't come up here. Yeah, I get that. I get yeah. that. I get that being a, a critique. Um, and and and, I like the Ray stuff. And, and more, it's really fueling into Ray going into nine. We're getting that sense. We're really getting a sense of where she's at. But she wasn't there as a lot. And I just think, you know, it seems like. Ray had to play on the bench for this this story because there's other things going on. Right. Because there's a, a
4: decision
3: to yeah. focus on certain yeah. certain characters, which uh, which we will uh touch on that as well. And again, uh it is I'm always careful of criticisms that are this thing that I want to see wasn't there. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. May, maybe there were drafts where it was there and it yeah. distracted from the that driving urgency of I am trying to convince you that yeah. we need help. And if I tell you the tale of Luke Skywalker. Maybe that would inspire you or maybe that would make you go, well, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You got all this hope with you. You got, uh, you know, good to go. Luke might not be here uh, in in reality, but uh, physical world. But he's there in spirit. So I'll take my ships and go home. Like, yeah, maybe it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, that's. A but good. I would have taken even like a conversation between Poe and Finn working through it or something
1: like that. Right. Leia. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. That that's interesting. Next, I say, this, this still could be time. This story deals with such a, a micro level of we need the, this list of names of, of sympathizers. So we're not. You know, I, I hope I hope in some material we see that conversation.
3: Yeah, and maybe that maybe yeah. it even is a like, no, 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 we got that in 9 or we're playing yeah, yeah, something absolutely. else yeah, or, yeah. that kind of thing. All right, so uh, we're always very theme-focused here on uh, Four Center, so I want to just dive into a couple of the themes. Then we're going to talk all sorts of details about uh, all the various characters who show mm-hmm. up and big canon moments in that. But just want to sort of frame it with what we feel this book is truly about. Uh, so we already mentioned it. It's in the title rebirth uh that idea of can you be something different than you think you are if you need to be mm. like a this is reflected really well in one of my favorite parts of the book uh poe's big speech when they've got they've gathered a lot of people on ryloth but they're already coming apart they're right. fighting each other they got grudges and and don't trust each other uh and poe's Basically, he says, yeah, mm-hmm. I made all these mistakes. Let me lay them out for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leia even pipes in and says, yeah, I was Vader's daughter. And that yeah. we were all someone else. Mm. And leads up to this line of uh, we have a chance to change ourselves. A choice, a choice, and he can't figure out how to end it. And Zay Versio comes in and says, a choice to be better. Yeah. Big Star Wars theme, right? It's not it's always huge. about redemption you made one right choice and all is forgiven it's about you can always make a different choice in the moment yeah and this book plays that out with poe really going like all right can i be a leader hmm. finn has fully decided to be rebel scum but he's trying to figure out how to do that right ray knows she's supposed to be something more but she's trying to figure that out you got a uh, uh, wedge in nora mm-hmm. trying to be oh you want us to be leaders and right. generals okay we're pilots we're, we're, we're and even farmers and yeah old and, married couple now Yeah, pose also like i don't want to uh, espionage is not what i'm good at yeah. but i've learned my lesson i'm gonna do you know everybody is trying to be what they need yeah. to be
1: for this to survive yeah uh powerful stuff i, I want to focus a little bit on that zay Versio line because that's this when, when this when this story starts this book starts you know, you're starting to get excited about oh, Shriv's here and Zay's here, and some of those maybe we heard, but then there's other people. But I mean, it was like it's literally picking up after the pages of the Dammer comic, and I'd read that series, I was just getting excited. But this pull of the choice to be better, talk about Luke's legacy. There, that is that is part of it, right? Um, from the video game uh, Battlefront Two, uh, that is uh, what Luke says and, and and talks and preaches a little bit about to, to Delmiko, her father. That just it was one of those. Kind of chill-inducing moments, and that's powerful coming from a book. Yeah, from a book connecting to a video game. Con- yeah, connecting to a video to game to
3: the <clears throat> bonus DLC mm-hmm. content yeah. from a video game, which is where Zay Versio is from. Yeah. Putting the
1: explanation uh, explanation mark uh, uh, on uh, on Poe, a, a movie character speech. So that was. The connection and warm and it's an important lesson. It is a, a key part of Luke and the and and the core of the Jedi from a certain point of view of uh you know, we all have a choice to be better. Yeah. And big, big props to Rebecca Roanhos for working that in so well. Yeah. I love that. So
3: moment. so well. And it, it it's cool for Poe because he's he's already learned the lesson. He's mm-hmm. on in Last Jedi, he's on the path, he wants to make better choices, he wants to be a leader. Uh yeah deals with a lot of guilt which we'll talk about um but it doesn't it's not just like oh great i flipped the leader switch i love that this is a speech where it's like i know i need to answer for my yeah the mistakes i've made in in own them or people won't trust me i know i need to make a big speech to bring everybody together and i'm going and i'm going and i die I, I don't have <laughs> the end of this speech so somebody else comes in you know <laughs> yeah and it, it, that that makes it about you know, hey, we, we're in this together, together, and I'm still learning how to be a good leader. And it pays off when mm. at the end he does give a great speech. Yeah. And Finn's like, You're getting pretty good you at this. this so yeah. we, so we get this, uh, watch Poe learn on the job <laughs> when it comes to speechifying. Um, in, in terms of a, a sort of this idea of rebirth in a big picture way, another thing that jumped out to me is I love that right toward the end when Leia is feeling exhausted. Yeah. Ray turns to her and uh, to Leia. Ray not even really realizing, I think internally that Leia is, is feeling down mm-hmm. and says, you know, as long as we fight, there's hope. Yeah. And Leia, you know, has that like, ah, great. Yeah. I needed to hear that. I'm the one who's always saying hope, 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 hope. I'm preaching. And and it's nice. It was just such a nice moment to see the youth preach back to the older generation when they really needed to hear it. Yeah. You know, and it's a a, a process that makes it, uh, so throwing words like hope around doesn't get, um, eh, it's an easy patch for everything of like, Leia has to fight to keep it. Mm -hmm. And she needs that from Ray. Who's learning that lesson for herself. Yeah. You know, also, you know, in that speech, she's talking about like, well, yeah, everywhere we go, the first order comes and everybody who gets associated with us is in trouble. Yeah. But they're in trouble anyway. Yeah, and the only, yes, yeah. the only, our only choice is to fight because otherwise they're just gonna roll over us and everyone we love. So mm. we fight, we keep fighting, and we have hope. And it's, it's just, uh, in terms of rebirth, yeah. having a young person say yeah, to it's Leia what she has always said powerful.
1: It's it's a way, it's uh, it's it's Leia knowing that this is going to go on, her legacy is going to go on, but also that maybe the load's not always going to be on her shoulders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> her poor Leia. Poor, tired shoulders. Yeah, no, I liked a lot of that. And, and, and the deal with the Poe trauma, you know, Leia's got, Leia's dealing with her physical trauma uh, of, of the spacewalk, uh, so to speak. But I like, I love how the way it, uh, Poe's mistakes were dealt with, because that was a big thing coming mm-hmm. out of Last Jedi. Yeah. Even folks who really love the movie like you and I were like, yeah, yeah, Poe made some mistakes. Leia kind of, I guess, forgave him on the fly, but it cost people lives, and Star Wars had never dealt with that before, uh, at least on the good guy's side, yeah. you know, the good team. Uh, cool, we won, but, hey, we lost this stuff. So I, I, it was a conversation people were having, either online or in person of, I don't know, Poe po really messed up. Yeah. Are we going to let him walk that easily? And the answer is... Poe's not going to let himself walk that easily. No, that's it, what a rich
3: parts of this book is, yeah. is how much he is experiencing his trauma. Mm-hmm. Leia's going through trauma of, I have to process all the people I lost. Like yeah. that, that was one of the moments of Luke. I like where she tells, has to tell mm-hmm. someone that he passed. And when yeah. she is saying it, she's like, at first it's just like, oh, this is information. It's written really elegantly. We're just like, and that yeah. one hurt. Yeah. Like she's saying to herself internally, yeah. like, oh, I thought, I didn't realize I was not. Is, uh, is it, it, I haven't had a chance to process, process this it. And, I, and I'm forgetting because I'm keeping on moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, then obviously, um, uh, other characters, uh, Zay and Shriv, mm-hmm. uh, had just lost Aiden Versio. Yeah. Like they just like, Just, just lost. Yeah. yeah. And, and pretty recently, Del Mico is well, yeah. right? So they just lost uh, old friends and parents. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. Yeah. And uh, the, I feel like most of the characters are going through some level of loss, processing the Hosnian cataclysm or their yeah. planet being taken over, or the state of the galaxy suddenly changing or, you know, a loved one uh, dying that they can't get past. So that idea of, well, you have to process your trauma yeah, was really... Uh, really powerful in this book as well.
1: The, the, the trauma of the resistance itself yeah. is something that uh, this all leads to. And, and these are the people that make up that fight. So what a well-stated theme and, and and the way it was dealt with all flows into moving forward. Yeah.
3: On a sort of philosophical level in yeah. terms of engaging with this story uh, 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 as deeply as possible. Yeah. this Idea of Rebirth, it's in the title. Do you feel like trauma is necessary to have... A rebirth to like to truly change. Mm. I'm not saying like in order to get better at exercising every day, yeah. <laughs> several loved ones need to be. You know, yeah. you need to lose loved ones. To, like I don't, I don't mean it like yeah, that. I yeah. mean like kind of in a more mythic storytelling way. Do you have to l- lose something and hit your depth before you can? head back up to the light.
1: I think the long, dark tea time of the soul is important. It's important to storytelling. It's important to these characters. It's important to us. We should all bottom out at some point. But I, I agree. I'm not, you know, I'm not encouraging trauma to hit anybody. <laughs> yeah. But I know what you mean. Like, and sometimes those traumas can be small, man, death by a thousand cuts here. And, and, um, I'm someone who, who have been very fortunate. External traumas not really found its way to me, but a lot of it's been internal stuff. And and having to get to some bottoms, and then that starts your path forward if yeah. you are open to it. And that's where I think Poe dealing with a lot of his stuff is really powerful of being open to it, even when other people around you are like, "Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it, don't worry about it." Yeah, um, you know, uh, you have to use that as a springboard to the next thing, and the resistance has to use. The trauma of what they just experienced, a complete almost annihilation as a springboard to what they're going to do next. Yeah. And it's not just military maneuvers. I love that it's uh, – I really love that you're, you're digging into this theme because that it's, it's, it's truly the next emotional move of a military resistance, so to speak.
3: Yeah. yeah. And I,
1: I, think, I think it's important for all of us to, to, to grow from those – not just failures, but just things where you really feel – this is it. I've done wrong. Can't recover. So who I am, uh, I think that's important.
3: Yeah. And I, you need to choose to be better. Yeah. I mean, I won't go into a, a too deep of a personal life, but uh, I, had a, I had a kind of a significant birthday where right before it, mm-hmm. kind of everything in my life collapsed. Mm-hmm. And I, when I ref- it was a miserable time. Yeah. But when I think about it, it's a happy time in my mind now because it was a, you have to rebuild and going through that process of I, yep, I see how I led myself to this path and I'm gonna, now it's a happy memory to go like, all right, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to fix that. I'm not going to do that again. That doesn't work for me. So I'm going to rebuild over here.
1: Me, me losing my job in a way in January 2018 from Collider and everything full time where it's like, it, that was a rock bottom that i look back now, just what you said, it's a different trauma, but just like, that was horrible. And it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Cause yeah. I chose to make it that
3: right. Cause you chose to you invest chose more to, time in like, I'm not just going to go get another nine to five, no matter how cool it is or, uh, or, or yeah. great, great of a job. It's or you, you're going to try to make it on your own with uh, a, yeah. with, with podcasts
1: and or that, life and, that, adventures and that's and the and, surface. But also like what got me here and the, what got me here was not someone fired me. It was like, what did I do to not be picked up for the next team? Mm. Cause other people were, yeah. And some of it's my fault. Some of it might've been others, but to be able to go like, no, I did. Th- I, there's some things I did. Yeah. And then it turns into something good. You know, I don't know the specifics of what you're talking about too, but just like, all right, like you just said, how did I, how did I get here?
3: Yeah. Just a, uh, for yeah. me, just a shocking amount of uh, physical and emotional laziness, <laughs> not taking care of Absolutely. the things around me and just letting myself be yeah. angry go, eh, that's a, probably a problem, but hmm. what if I played a video game for five hours? Oh, hey, that's... the problem didn't go away at all. That's not, we're not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, just, okay. just, yeah, but I think you're making a really important distinction uh, that there is the trauma like Poe is suffering of, uh-huh. I made bad choices. Mm-hmm. I, I pulled this mutiny, and it literally got people killed. The first order, the plan, Holdo's plan would have worked. Yeah, yeah. You do need to get into the whole debate of, you know, should Holdo have told Poe the, po yeah, the yeah. plan? Poe obviously has feelings about that, that he feels he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. He straight up says, mm-hmm. she was my commanding officer and I should have yeah. followed and it would have right. been fine. Uh, so Poe is dealing with trauma of, of a choice that he made. Mm-hmm. And you have Leia. It's like She's been a strong leader her entire life. She hasn't made a sort of um, moral misstep yeah. in any way. Right, right, right. And right? right. it's more stuff like this is the galaxy and I have, you know, made the choice to stand up and deal with it. So you're yeah. talking about this kind of like with your yes. own personal life, like, yes, Hey, a bad thing happened. Maybe some of it was my yeah. choices. Maybe some of it was just, Hey, life's hard. Yeah, it's not and, always fair, and I like yeah. that kind of both sides. This isn't just a bunch of people mm-hmm. going to sort of like uh, you know space therapy because they screwed right, right. up. It is also responding to yeah. This is this is a rough place, and we deal with it as best as we can.
1: Yeah, and dealing and you know and obviously there's some other traumas that that uh, happen to people and everything that uh, you literally have no fault in because they are uh, brought to your doorstep or you experience them and a I, giant laser blows up yeah, your planet. Let, yes. Let's be clear about that. You know, Ray did not choose to be kidnapped by kylo and have her mind invaded you know that but that's a trauma too so i I definitely want to make a clarification too that we're not talking about some of those uh, you know horrible real world traumas that could happen to an individual um that no matter what you did you would have right ended up in that spot i want to be clear but yeah for me i I really connected to what poe was went through yeah big mistakes man
3: yeah (laughs) in the inevitability of if we go down this path which we think is right to fight the first order we're going to have more losses we're going to deal with this more, mm-hmm. but we're going to find a way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So great stuff there. Uh, getting into a little bit more of the just kind of Star Wars details. There's a big contrast to me in this book between the accessibility of mm-hmm. it features major characters from the movies. We get to go deep into the mind of Poe mm-hmm. Dameron and Leia Organa into uh, a lesser extent Wedge Gentiles. Yeah. And then in contrast to that accessibility, chock full of characters from comic books video games DLC content from video games yeah. novels you know <laughs> the fact that Wedge Antilles is one of the major characters from the movies that yes, gets featured yes. and he's hey if you're a Star Wars fan he's Famous yes, if you is. like those movies and you've seen them a couple times yeah you y- you don't have a wedge Antilles tattoo you know you know what I'm, <laughs> I'm talking sure, about I'm sure. uh, so how did that balance work for you that on one hand it was mm-hmm. hey if you just go see the sequel trilogy movies you don't read <clears throat> books you've never really been a huge star Wars fan before yeah Poe
1: Leia huge totally accessible and then who are all of these people <laughs> <laughs> it worked really well um I had some people um Maybe I think in my discord chat saying, uh, hey, I heard this is it's kind of a collection of all the lot of the new canon characters Will I be lost and I was like, no, you won't be lost because mm-hmm. she Rebecca does a, such a great job of introducing them, explaining them uh who they are. We'll talk to some of the the two reveals that I'm convinced she wrote for you and I um, <laughs> yeah, you don't get lost at all, but it's fun, but then i I and because there's a it's a little bit of a bounce back, I found myself. Here's, I would turn the ch- page of the chapter and it'd see, like, oh, this is, a, like, a Leia chapter or a point of view of Leia. I'd be like, oh, yes, I, I want I want to stick around Leia for the story. Then that would end, and then I'd be like, oh, okay, but I, I, I kind of want to see what Shribs doing and Snap and everything. So it was a great balance. yeah And how both... Both sides, these major, major film characters are important to me, but also how I've come over the last five years to become attached to these these characters that have dotted the other uh, areas of Star Wars media. Yeah. Good balance.
3: Yeah, I thought it made it unique, because I do feel like with, like, maybe one little quibble, mm-hmm. a just, hey, I've seen these two movies a bunch of times, uh, Force Awakens Last Jedi, I love them. Yeah. Uh, I want to read this book. You're, you're going to be treated to a ton of Poe and Leia and in, in mm. sides of Ray Rose, and Finn. Uh, but if you've been following along, this is fist pumping, right? Is yeah. each character oh, yeah. shows up. Some of them have a bunch of stuff to do. Some of them only have a little to do. But it it's not only the uh, reward for investing mm-hmm. in reading all this. It is the, hey, when you're down, all of the heroes come together. Yeah. Right. It, it, it feels really fist pumping of like. That person's here. That person's here. They can make this work. Come on, guys. Get
1: together and kick ass, because you you're you all here. You can make it work. Yeah, you know, this. I understand there was a feeling. It seemed to be attached more to Last Jedi, but I think it really did start with Force Awakens, that we were sold. I think you could argue how hard we were sold, but we were given the idea that the comics, the books, it all starts to build, and it goes to the movies, and then... I think people made a leap to MCU like connections yeah. and that wasn't present as much. We definitely know that. And either you adjusted um or you didn't. But even if you adjusted, folks like uh, you and I you're you're kind of like, "Oh, I wish Snap would mention Nora in Force Awakens yeah. or something like that." So, this felt I don't think any of us need to be we don't deserve to be rewarded for all these years uh, uh busting our ass reading these books, but this one it- came, it was such a nice surprise to be like, yeah, Yendor's back, yeah, and, and then we we went to the it was the the planet that's coming on fallen order, yeah. we're, we're pre excited <laughs> for that like <laughs> And and all of it worked. It wasn't a checklist. Yes. It wasn't like all right, we need this or that. Because it wasn't just like Black Squadron was back. They were referencing things that just happened so it flowed like a continuous story and, and the gang's all here. Yeah, it was finishing this adventure that
3: they mm. ended on. Yeah. Showing you the follow that, that that Poe Dameron comic ended on. Um yeah. I the only one for me that did stand out a little bit is when they're first getting to Ryloth. Mm. There's such a build up of who is it that's allowing them through? Because they arrive mm-hmm. and they're afraid they're not going to be able to get through. There's a great scene where uh, Leia forces Ray to do the bluffing. Yes. Which is just great to see her doing the on-the-job training. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there is a build-up to who is it going to be? So I did get a little suckered that it was going to be a character in larger canon. Like I thought it was maybe going to be Hera. I you don't know her Hera's did. whereabouts. Yeah. Uh, and I was per- I, l- I loved Yendor. He's, you know, oh, part yeah, of the yeah. Claudia Gravers from Lost Stars and Bloodline and, you know, tracks through this history and has a history with Leia. So it all works. That was the only part where I felt like, especially if you're not as big into the books, that felt like it was leading up to a bigger reveal. Yeah. Than Yendor.
1: I, I agree with that. I, I think I was, I was really thinking, uh, hair. And then I had, I, Yendor comes and I was like, Yendor, Yendor. And then I had to do a little bit of a recap. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Last, last starts to brilliance. So yeah, but, but that when that happens, Already, uh, Rebecca w- Roanhorse had put in enough of these all stars showing up. Yeah, that I think I, I was getting caught up in the big reveals next. Yeah, yeah the, and yeah. I, I think that's a, a a good point of like it. That, that's
3: a minor critique from my own experience. Sure, yeah, of it, Yeah, But it is about that like getting excited for the unveil. Yeah. Once Yendor shows up, character makes perfect sense to be exactly there. Yeah. Everything that's going on with him, sort of thematically, of like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is uh, an offshoot of what and doula did. Mm-hmm. This is my family running it. So I too am risking everything, everything the same way you are, Leia. We can see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. All the actual, like, true uh, storytelling with Yendor was great. Yeah. Uh, did you think at any moment, because it was all stars, which thank you is the best way to say that, because <laughs> it was the all stars of Star Wars canon, yeah. did you ever start to feel like this was a send off to this general era
1: of storytelling in the books and comics? I did. I, I would be curious, but I almost don't want to know if that was intentional in, in any way, shape or form. You know, if they're sitting down and, and she's pitching her story and they're telling her, you know, and they're working on what, what the story is going to be about. Was it like, Hey, we kind of want you to wrap this up. It had that feeling, which makes me a little sad that we're not going to spend more time with snap Wexley after nine, <laughs> but it, it also makes sense yeah. with, um, doesn't mean we can't go back. It doesn't mean you can't get the shriven, uh, shriven Lando adventures from something. But it had that sense to me of um, all of this leading into nine. And I'm not, you know, I tell you, I, I don't Sir mentioned, I don't have a lot of hope that a lot of these characters are going to show up in nine. I don't think there's a secret uh, Shriv cameo happening. It could. Yeah, you it know,
3: I, I think the Rogue One is such a great pointer where uh, it's, visual and audio, which mm-hmm. is how stories are told. Let me be more clear. <laughs> it, we we already seen in the Rise of Skywalker trailer, the Armada, right? Yes. So you could you could do a lot of nods with, with just hearing like, you know, Shriv reporting in, mm-hmm. you know, mm. Nora, Nora Wexley online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not online. That's not the way they say it. You know what I mean. But seeing, seeing a ship that you know or hearing the call sign the same way you heard Harrison Dula being yeah. called over the comms in... Uh, rogue one yeah that maybe we'll get some of that sort of like it's not disrupting the big storytelling it's not mm-hmm. going on an, uh, a casting call for the perfect human to play yendor yeah it but it's acknowledging
1: yeah i, I hope in some way i'm not hopeful i only just seeing how jj thinking thinking how jj makes some of these movies but who knows who knows I, i'm not gonna and 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 they're always they're always they're, they they could be there in the corners of our mind. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But but to, but all that to 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 go back to your original question. Yeah, I took this as a. Here's all your friends, and we'll be together. And then right off in a space car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Right off into the rise of Skywalker, which yeah. uh, is a conversation for another time, but it, it does make me feel like they got big plans right. for Project Luminous. Oh, yeah. are taking up lots of uh, great retail space in the, uh, in the comic and uh, book part of Star Wars. All right. How do you feel? We've talked a little bit about which characters are featured, but to just really kind of lay it out more, Mm -hmm. we only get access to the minds of Leia, Poe, and Wedge for main characters. Uh, The the villain of the piece and uh, some Mm -hmm. of the other new characters, we get into their heads a little bit. We're going to talk about that. But for right now, I just want to focus, like, why does it work for you? Why do you think the choice was made that it's these characters that we are Mm -hmm. hearing from? get a little bit of information about Rose, Finn,
1: and Ray, but it's all from the outside. We don't go into their minds. So, I ended up being very much okay with it. Um, Only, I think this was just kind of, we're also aware of, you know, again, going back to the Luke thing, not necessarily talking about what you were talking about earlier, but in other books, when he's not showing up, you're like, okay, clearly there's some real estate Lucas films saying, don't touch. So, uh, when started, it started, Ray, it jumped out when Ray, because there's a couple of points, I'm totally paraphrasing the entire book, but <laughs> it just kind of felt like early on, It was like, she's just in the corner sulking. She's not necessarily doing that, but it's just like, she's, she's not active. She's not, you know, there, there's these moments with her, but you can sense she's not part of this story too much, if that makes sense to me. And then it was like, okay, I, I just... As a, a longtime reader and someone who we study this stuff every week, you're like, okay, that just means there's something else going. So I, I wasn't disappointed after that. Yeah. But initially I felt some of it. And and Rose and Finn, um, I, I want their point of view. That That's a testament to the strength of their characters. I yeah, want they, their point of view. So we didn't get it, but I just, to me, should. all right, this is real estate we can't touch yet.
3: Yeah, and we get into Ray's head a little bit in that Spark of Resistance mm, middle reader yeah. book and it, it lines up with everything that we're mm-hmm. seeing where she is clear on her conviction to be a part of the mm-hmm. resistance, uh, happy to be making these friendships with the other heroes struggling with the force. I think there's yeah. a passage in particular, just like, no, I'm supposed to calm my mind. Right. But I
1: just, I really got a lot on my mind. Um, yeah. You know. And there's great stuff with her and Leia. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But that's just, you know, you just got a sense early on. It was like, ah. Okay. I am struggling with it. And yeah.
3: they do some great without going too deep into telling the truth. There is some great stuff uh, with her and we're, we're going to get right. into that in the, in the canon. But I think I appreciated it. The Poe and Leia in particular, because drilling down and saying of this main core characters, we would love to hear all of their thoughts, but who is telling this tale of the resistance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the military and family <laughs> operation Right. That is the resistance. Who who do we need to really deal with? Well, Leia is the leader of the resistance. She's grooming Poe to be the leader. Yeah. He's the one who learned the hard lesson about leadership. He's like, Rose didn't, Rose had an epiphany mm-hmm. about how to approach the battle. Yeah. In The Last Jedi by saying, save the things we love, not mm-hmm. fight the things we hate. Mm-hmm. Finn learned that taking sides matters and he wants to take the side. Mm-hmm of the resistance. isn't Ray's dealing with all sorts of stuff with her own yeah. destiny and, and Kylo and all that. She's got her hands full. But Poe and Leia are the ones who are like this is our our Yeah. You know, not that they're all, aren't all part of it, but they are the ones like who are their their arcs are tied to this fight has to continue in this form mm-hmm. and we're the ones who've who've taken up the mantle.
1: It's sim- similar Slightly to to lay an original trilogy, and Luke is saying, "This is her rebellion, right? This yeah. is her story." Poe, we I think part of the uh, not confusion, but the 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 when you look at Poe going into the Force Awakens, I think we talked about it recently on yeah. the Force Center. So, why I am thinking about it is, oh, this is this is the Han Solo. He's the roguish, cool guy, and he's got yeah, those he's the fly boy. And then when you see him, uh, you, how do we do this? You talk, I talk. You are like, yeah, he's definitely the Han Solo. He he is, he is except for Han Solo was still the Han Solo of Force Awakens and he is more on the Leia side of things you know this is his fight, and he is the one. He's the chosen one, now, yeah. I think, for, uh, in terms of leadership by her.
3: Grew up with rebel yeah.
1: heroes in a forestry on Yavin, yeah.
3: right? Uh, so he's I, born and bred uh, yeah. rebellion resistance.
1: Absolutely. So now it makes even more sense to, to focus on them, too, in this book.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was a really great. And, and it made me hopeful, like you're saying, is maybe it's just like,
1: let, no, let's not get too, we
3: want to have a little bit of elbow yeah. room with what exactly Rose and, and, and Ray are. thinking in finn but also made me hopeful like eh, maybe there's some storytelling there maybe Uh, we're gonna see a little bit of this Mm. you i could almost see a comic book that is rose and finn's journey through this story these couple of days immediately following the last jedi yeah get into a little bit more Mm. their headspace is a Mm -hmm. possibility uh let's talk about the villains because as you were saying this was not hucks ranting this was not uh Kylo Ren sitting down with the uh, the leadership of the First Order going, here's how we're going to run things now that I'm the Supreme Leader. Who need- right. Do I need to choke anyone? Not getting to deal with any right. of that. The villain is the threat of the First Order, the right. ships of the First Order, but the actual villain mm. is Winsher Brat, a violent bureaucrat in the records office of Corellian Engineering Corporation. <laughs> when you pull it out that way, it's kind of funny. Yeah. That that's the big villain. Yeah. Uh, of the absolute heroes of Star Wars but not it, but it's great in the book it works
1: it yeah. makes good points how did you feel about Winsure Brat it made me initially uh, go back to A New Dawn uh, the first, the first, remember the heady days of 2014. <laughs> the first of the canon, and Count Vidian was the the villain, right? Okay, and I think l- I've seen some stuff where Vidian might be considered an imperial dignitary. So all right, Ooh. puts him a little, little different level. I don't know, but Vidian was. Kind of a guy working his way up and, um, you know, was not getting the um, – really glossing over but, you know, not getting the promotions and respect he wanted, and he recrafted himself in his image. And I didn't take to it that much. I I, I didn't like New Dawn as much. It gives us Captain Ray Sloan and all stuff. I want to revisit it because there's a lot of great stuff with Hera and Kanan. But this is the first book, and this is a this is the lesson uh, of the new canon novels. So that's the first book, and I'm thinking, New done. We're gonna get we're gonna get rebels throwing <laughs> grenades at stormtroopers. We did actually get that, but instead we got a lot of bit a different look at what's going on and building out this galaxy, yeah. this new galaxy. So I flash back to that and how much I did enjoy what this meant, and 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 what I uh, did enjoy enjoy about this bad character. He does some really violent things there with some of his subordinates. Um, not that I've grown and given myself credit for growing, but just like, oh, this is the this is we're we're in a different spot than 2014 where this works because it shows you how the first order is spreading. Yeah, not just through military might, but through. The, the, the corruption, the, the perversion of all normal aspects of life, and has been. Yeah. They've been on Corellia for a bit now, and uh, I like that a lot now. I like what it says. Yeah. I
3: like that it is the, a little bit of that, um, you know, go back to Indiana Jones, uh, Raiders Lost Ark, and I became a, a trope of that. We're not so different, you and I. Like, yeah. The story of the resistance that they wanted to be is, we're going to go to all of the people. Yeah, And we're going to remind them that you're fighting for yourself. Join us because joining us is is fighting for yourself. The yeah. everyday people are the people who make the difference. So to have the villain be the flip side of that, of an everyday person who can be turned into a monster yeah, or can be prodded into becoming a monster right. by the First Order, that's, that's a fresh take because we're getting a lot of, of stories right now. Black Spire Outpost has a mm-hmm. new First Order officer who's kind of just a sociopath who enjoys yeah. violence right yeah and then in spark of the resistance we have uh that first order officer is really um officious and a, a climber and a great criticism of you know an evil you know cog in the machine right so it was great when we, i was like what, what take are we gonna get because mm. uh, both of those characters had like lots of speeches about like I will impress this person, and then I will ov- overcome sure. them in rank, and I will get unlimited rice pudding, um, whatever re- oh, evil the first rewards order, they want.
1: The first order rice pudding is <laughs> top notch. I stole
3: that from the seventh doctor from Doctor Who. There anyway, a full credit to Sylvester McCoy and the writer of that episode. Anyway, uh, I, so I like that it was somebody who didn't even really fully comprehend at mm. first. It feels like what he was caught up in. Yeah. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. But somebody who just like I like I think all all of us are very uh, subject to of uh, mm. uh, suddenly saying like, oh, could I could I get a promotion? Could I be yeah. seen as more important? Like that's his introduction. Was like, I love the look on their faces when they realize that I'm mm-hmm. actually a VIP now.
1: Oh, there was a lot to, of that. Yeah, they
3: have to respect me. So yeah. you start out with that, and then you get to that point at the end where he. It viciously physically assaults, yeah you know uh, a character who was trying to do right, yeah um and, and all of the writing about it, it, to me it was like it was um it was really painful and real because it was I've never seen quite in a Star Wars book like the moral of the dark side applied to a real human mm-hmm. when he talks about like the i i'm I fear losing everything. He almost blacks out. He can't even remember doing horrible violence to another human being. Yeah. But then he finds strength and power in anger and violence. Mm -hmm. And then there's that great passage. uh, I'm just paraphrasing. I can't remember exactly what it was. Of just like the anger leaves for a moment, and all he has is the horror and the emptiness. Yeah. That it didn't really accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. And he he tries to get that anger back and keep it like. It was such a, a horrifying insight into into real world violence mm. and into the, the the metaphor of the dark side of like you have to be angry all the time. If yeah, you lose that anger, you will step
1: back and realize what you've done. It's it's uh it's it's like George describing Anakin's being trapped and all those kind of things. Yeah, yeah this is it on a smaller <clears throat> bureaucratic level, and and for to me the inside one the inside. The insight I loved about it was, you know, the First Order, First Order's got military control. We, we know that. We hear that. They got everything that the Empire had and more on the military side. But they also, at some point, there's people up there somewhere between Kylo and Hux and Snoke. There's people that are like, oh, right, but we also got to run the galaxy. Mm-hmm. difference between winning and ruling so how are we going to do that and how do we get these systems yes we got the force yes we go in there uh, I mean not the force but uh, we, we c- can come in with force we're going to do that but we've got to get people to work with us and how do we sell it and how do we sell it and, and, and there was a lot of uh, wincher brat being sold this, but this and that's why it would, it would, like his pad gets stolen and he kind of gets in trouble it's like a weird like you know he you know you messed up yeah. You're going to get that job with the first order you wanted. And, yeah. and so the fact that they're just, they're just selling that to them on this level, and the first order hangs over, it's a shadow over everything, uh, but you could see how that might work in their favor as they spread across the galaxy.
3: Yeah. And then I, I love that it was uh, countered by uh, the character uh, Monty Clay, I believe, mm-hmm. who had that great, who, who's the one who ends up getting the list, the MacGuffin that moves yeah. the plot. Uh, MacGuffin is not a, is a, I should use a more serious word because yes. it's it's quite important, that list. Uh but I like that he has that passage of, I knew the Hosnian cataclysm happened, yeah. but I couldn't conceive it. It was so far away and I didn't know anyone there. But when I saw people being held and tortured, they had been clearly yeah. been beaten and I was being asked to help just hide them, yeah. disappear them in the system without rights. That's what broke me and made yeah. me try to do the right thing. Yeah. I thought that was a, a great counter mm-hmm. to Wincher brats Absolutely. Horror. And, and there's,
1: there's again, someone being reborn.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Very good point. Um, do you have any favorite, like just isolated moments that you want to be sure to, to touch upon?
1: Mm. I liked, I liked, uh, the undercover stuff, um, little spy thriller with Poe and yeah, everything.
3: Dressing up all fancy and <laughs> dressing everything. Up,
1: and dressing up Finn. We can talk about that. Yeah. I liked, uh, there was, uh, the, the Wedge and Nora, it was great to have Nora back, I like the when they both come to the decision by themselves, but don't tell the other person. They it, both pack their to-go bags that night, their, and yeah. I loved in the morning. Like, well, I I decided right away what I wanted. I figured you need to take a night. Oh well, I decided right away. I figured it. <laughs> I, that was really really great and kind of a. A good insight into into uh, romantic life, I guess, yes. so to speak. Long term romantic life.
3: I felt seen. My wife and I do that kind of thing all the time. It's like I I'm okay with it, but I just want to make sure you're okay with
1: it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
3: yeah, so, uh, that was yeah, great.
1: That stood out there.
3: Wedge stuff it really hit me. The I it just it painted the picture of wanting to just have this happy life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked his when he said I was almost going to name the Kitties. Mm. That like like I almost settled entirely into this life. Yeah. I almost gave the space chickens uh, names. <laughs> and the other the moment with Wedge that really struck me is like, yeah, I'm I'm really used to violence. I've been through a lot. Right. But seeing this person, I had to shoot in my yard. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it. That that was such a great image for Wedge to be like, I want war to be over there. It's a thing that I go and do because I have to, and I want this to be the safe place that. retreat to where this kind of stuff doesn't happen in here there's a burning corpse a corpse with a burning hole in it because i had to shoot this person
1: yeah
3: in my yard and if that's not a symbol for you know hey the fight's going to come to you regardless (laughs) it's great i love painful but
1: they were kind of weren't they worried too about the neighbors Yes, the na- well, they're gonna they're gonna see that X-Wing. They're gonna see that X-Wing. Yeah, cuz
3: there's yeah, cuz basically like nosy neighbors might report us to the first order. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um it, you got anyone? Well, we're
1: we're going to go through some character stuff but I just uh, later um it was with the uh, where's it? Uh, the with Stronghammer, right?
3: Oh yeah, Sanric Stronghammer. Yeah, I
1: really like that character and his death kind of got me too. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's a it's a powerful one. Uh this is just a very minor detail. Uh mm. I love that 3PO's history of Ryloth that he rattles off. Uh says that uh Leargana's ancestor, Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> was there. It's a, and uh, this detail where he called Champs and Dula a traitor. Mm. And people are like, whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa. Nah, That's not the word we use to describe him on Ryloth. Yeah. And he's like, oh I'm sorry, most many of my data banks are for the Empire. So yeah. they have bias. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, beautiful detail, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then my my final list is just uh, turn of phrase from Maz Kanata. Yeah, you don't have time for a psychedelic experience, do you, Damron?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Maz scene was the Maz stuff is great. The Maz, I love that kind of. I had not hard time to get involved that kind of thing or whatever. Um, I. I liked it a lot because it was really in keeping with both the spirit of Force Awakens and also The Last Jedi. And, and, and her appearance in the Last Jedi is not my favorite thing um, for various reasons. But I'd like the character of Maz. Uh, I'd have no problem with it being Maz, but just uh, the execution of that scene. But it, it married the two a little bit. It really her, did. The interaction and everything like, about it.
3: I help the way I'm going to, when I'm going to. And I'm, I'm just, I'm <laughs> your weird aunt. Yeah, You know, I'm your yeah. weird how many thousand year old uh, She's owned that castle for a thousand <laughs> yeah. years how many years has she been alive uh, but really that like yeah no I that that whole like mm-hmm. yeah it just looks like I'm laying back uh, putting feline feces uh, yeah. on my skin uh, for reasons but <laughs> then it's because I can lure you into a trap and yeah. flips Poe so great yeah. so great alright well on that moment on that Poe flipping moment we are going to take a break
2: so to recap, we're
3: cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch.
0: Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance.
3: And we are back to talk more Resistance Reborn. Ken, we are going to dive into some of the big canon reveals and moments with some of the bigger characters. Yeah. Uh, the first one I wanted to ask you about is the book kind of uh, puts forward the idea that Leia's allies might not have answered in The Last Jedi because they were all being targeted, arrested, and silenced by the First Order. Yeah.
1: Is that how you read that, and how do you feel about that? So, I yes, that's how I read it, and I love it. Going back to our top point up top. Yeah, I really want people to be inspired by Luke. Clearly you do. Clearly a lot of people do, and I think they will be, right? Um, but this gives a real good answer of, oh, they couldn't answer the phone because they were yanked away. That makes sense. It's something I personally never even really thought about as an answer. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny we all kind of go to, uh, you know, why didn't Lando answer? Did he hate her now? And it's like, maybe Lando was taken, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I yes, big. I, I really like that one a lot.
3: Yeah, I really like the uh, idea that, yes, a bunch of people who would have been like, yes, get, getting in my ship now mm-hmm. might not have been able to answer. Mm. And I, there's still plenty of wiggle room where there could be plenty of people who would just be like, I want to help, but I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid of putting, putting my neck out. Uh, Which makes... Sense, I yeah yeah. So I think this this is one of those great things that it it provides more clarity if you want it, but you can still have the the room to imagine yeah. all sorts of different reasons people didn't choose to answer. Uh, all right, Ray. We did not actually go uh, into her head in terms of the way the book was sure. written, but we still did get a lot of juicy Ray information. Uh, in particular, Ray and Leia have a conversation early on in the great scene where uh, mm-hmm. Ray brings her a Catalanta tea. Yes, <laughs> probably not knowing that that's gonna make her think of Holdo, right? Yeah, um, uh, definitely not. Ray wouldn't know that, uh, but Ray is wanting to understand Ben Solo, and says yeah. it's great. Passage relates sort of like, man, she's nervous. What is it? What does she want to? Oh,
1: oh yeah.
3: Oh, she cared about Ben. She wants to know about Ben, and then Ray says he wanted me to join him, but I couldn't. I thought I could help him. But he only wanted me to become like him. Leia says some uh, stuff to to follow up, uh, but I think really crucial. No one can save Ben but himself. How did you feel about those very important
1: perspectives being mm-hmm. clarified mm-hmm. in this book? Uh, I thought it was great information. Great information. Uh, the the if, if, is this what Ray felt in that moment? You know, it literally. You know, when she's like, Ben, get him to stop the ships and turns around and Ben ain't home, Ben ain't yeah. home. Is that what she was right at that moment? Is that when she got it? Or please,
3: please yeah. don't go this way. Yeah, yeah. like one of her uh, my favorite mm-hmm. line readings mm-hmm. of, of realizing what that means.
1: Yeah, and, and so that really just adds to a moment that's already one of my favorites in Star Wars. Yeah, uh, And Le- Leia saying no one can uh, save Ben but himself is a great addition to her kind of feeling he's gone when what she tells Luke, you know, and he's like, I'm not here to save him. Um. So it's a good kind of like add on to that of like he's gone. Uh, he can save himself. No one else can.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. a great. Uh, I feel like a great response. To it where it feels like to me in last Jedi it's like I've finally accepted. Yeah. That he's gone, and Luke has it. No one's ever really gone. Right. And it feels like seems like that uh helps her a little bit mm-hmm. to get to that point of yeah. Well, he made his choices, and, and no one can save him but himself. That right. that's all. That it, it sounds. Dark, but it's almost a little bit more hopeful. Yeah, that there's a possibility that he could make yeah. uh, a different choice, and that this is his path
1: to redemption.
3: Yes, yes, please, redemption. Uh, yeah, and I like, I like, I think Ray's dialogue is written well. It sounds like oh, Ray. Yeah. I can hear Daisy Ridley say it, and I like this idea. He wanted me to join him, but I couldn't. So mm. a little bit of that, sort of like, yeah, I. I I want to reach my hand out. I want to accept it when he reaches his hand out to me, but not mm-hmm. on these terms. Yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, Leia introducing Ray as Luke's student to Yendor. That's another great scene yeah, where fun little moment, Yendor's yeah. like, "Well, who are you?" And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> <Bob> <laughs> "Pilot, what are you flying?" I'm Lame Falcon. That's pretty cool. That's and, cool. And Leia's like, and also she was Luke's student, and, and <laughs> Yendor's like, "Oh, that's oh. A, that's a part where I got a little bit of what I craved of that, yeah. like." The, these people know the power of a Jedi, yeah. the power of the Force, and even the glimmer of hope mm. that that's also who Ray is or Ray can be yeah. impacts the battle was really interesting to
1: me. I like that a lot.
3: Yeah. Uh, any any else? Anything else in that that you particularly
1: responded to? Um. With I, yeah. Just I, I like the I like the there's that connection between Ray and Leia. I like that and the craziness of it all. Ray knows what she has and Leia can talk to her. And then and when I said like Ray's you know skulking in and sulking in the corners and you know that's a uh, more of a joke. But um, Ray's got a lot on her mind and I I, I, I like that she realizes Leia's kind of the only one right now that could understand and yeah. then we'll see where that goes because maybe you know this line of everyone thinks they know me but no one does 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 leia fall into that category i don't think so i don't think she will yeah um and those embraces and everything we've seen in the rise of skywalker trailers i just like that it, it, it builds on, on what they you had going back to force awakens an immediate connection
3: yeah yeah and speaking of Ray, uh, Ray and leia's connection they on a practical level they built up because Ray and Finn are talking about something but we don't know what, and then we eventually get the reveal that Ray just senses that they're not safe on Ryloth, right. that something's coming for them. Leia seems to sense the same thing right. too and they have this shared moment. Right. Uh, and come from that comes this uh, passage uh, that is interesting by itself and I want to talk about because it got picked up and, and ran with in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, Leia, these are Leia's thoughts. The girl was close, so close to something big. Bigger than Leia, maybe even Luke, if that was possible. But Leia knew she wasn't the one to ultimately get her there. That would be someone else. Nevertheless, she would do what she could for Rey while she could.
1: Mm. All right, there's, there's a lot in that. So, uh, mm-hmm. w- what's most exciting to you? So I would. I immediately pulled from that, and the focus was on. Uh, she wasn't the, Leia knew she wasn't the one to ultimately get her there that would be someone else so gosh talk about wild speculation is is that is that Kylo is that is that the redemption of Ben is it Palpatine is yeah. it the ghost of Luke I don't know but it, it's it's a pretty important line to me that I think yeah. we're going to come back and revisit
3: but from Lance perspective is it just mm-hmm. someone who's not me because yeah. I don't I can only offer so much mm-hmm. yeah or mm-hmm. it, it certainly does come across with great weight of like who yeah. will it be who
1: Makes Ray become. Who could it be now? Uh, I don't think this is a direct episode nine preview. You yeah. know, going into Force Awakens, we'd be like, this definitely means something. I just, yeah, it just, it's a good setup for what could happen. Yeah, and it raises those questions, which is fun. Yeah, and I like uh, that it is also a
3: setup if uh, various fan theories are true that th- those scenes where Ray is running mm-hmm. uh, and throwing the lightsaber and is there that. Um, mm that maybe Leia is kind of pseudo training her of, yeah, look, I'm not, I'm uh, not an expert Jedi. I can't teach you this form of lightsaber fighting, but I know the force and I can, you know, guide you yeah. in, in, this sort of pseudo training way of like, hey, this is what I have to offer. Yeah. Like that, that's interesting to me. Uh, the, the, the girl was uh, close, so close to something big, bigger than Leia, maybe even Luke, if that was possible. So uh, this got picked up by I don't I don't honestly remember what website, yeah. but I just saw a clickbait article saying something along the lines of Star Wars reveals Ray is <laughs> more powerful than Luke and Anakin. You know, it's j- mm-hmm. Just yet another reminder as we've mm-hmm. been doing here a lot on Four Center to watch out for the mm-hmm. articles that take something grossly out of context and say it yeah. in the most potentially uh, controversial way as possible.
1: Yeah. I, I think in the early days we didn't necessarily go out of our way. We're not going out to call any out or any of that kind of stuff. But I think it's just, it's just, it's time and time again, it's used. It, it's used by like people I know. I always make these jokes about going on Facebook and I'll see like the one with the, 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 uh, you know, the, the comic. With the 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 female character that was like, Oh, I, I had the Empire control, Palpatine messed it up. I I was the one coming up with all the stuff. And then the articles from some of those websites and, and so funny, they all have the same thing. Star Wars reveals. <laughs> and go get your clicks, get your money, whatever. But 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 I see then I see my normal, somewhat rational friends putting link into those on Facebook and like, ah, oh, see more proof that this is just Disney killed it all. And, and that's what I've, I've it's got to the point where we're just, I think we're, we're fighting back a little bit. about. We uh, want to
3: push back against the darkness yeah. with the light of, read the thing in so, its context.
1: Force center army, go, yeah, you see a friend, I'm not saying fight people online, just say complete. Hey man, uh, read the article.
3: Yeah, read the article, <laughs> or
1: better, read the comic or the book that they're <laughs> talking about. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing in here that 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 says that. Yeah, bigger, bigger. Maybe even Luke, mm. if that is possible. Yeah, yeah. So and, and all oh, by the way, so what if she's more powerful than Luke? But, but yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, and it's also so. It's just yeah. yeah.
3: It, so yeah, so so get, getting to the actual context. Yes, I love that Leia is Leia senses the Force. She she doesn't mm-hmm. spend a lot of time trying to get it to obey her will. Right? She yeah. did when she absolutely needed to to survive yeah. uh, the the explosion uh, on the Radis there. Um, so I like that she relates to Ray of like you feel things the way that I do. That yeah. you feel something's coming, and I sense in you this great power this great Mm. connection to the force but you're not quite ready or willing to open yourself to it for some reason and like i i like that image that she's just she is a volcano Mm. of connection to the force and she's just afraid to open it up yeah right Mm, and that leia would sense that that's really exciting Mm because that it fits with what's going on with Rey in these uh, road to Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Sets her up for an interesting journey in the Rise of Skywalker of what happens when she just manages to really get it on reach into all of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving along to Rose. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's all right. She's fine. She got
3: up. She got up. Yep. Dusted herself off.
1: Yep. Back in it.
3: Yeah. How did you feel about that? That was, uh, I think, because it's happening so soon after last Jedi. Yeah. Um, did you feel like, well, we'll tell that story some other time. Do you feel like it was, it's It's just, Hey, she was wounded. There was some bacta. Yeah. yeah, She's
1: good. I think if you can get some bacta, maybe Han had some in the back of the Falcon left there. A little little bacta bath. I think you're a okay. Yeah. Luke can take a day or two to recover from a wampa mauling his face and, and nearly dying in the snow. Uh, Rose just had a real bad car crash. Real bad car crash, and I think she's all, all right. Yeah, I am fine with it. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, I don't feel like I feel like Rose in some ways the the character who got maybe the least we learned the least yep. about her. Yeah, um, I did really like when Leia said that Rose. Leia was thinking this uh, that uh, Rose is dedicated, hopeful, looking for connection, and reminded her of a young Luke. It's interesting. I thought that was a great. Take on what we see of Rose in The Last Jedi yeah. and saying, yeah, it, it does. Rose does remind me of the Luke from one of my favorite quotes in A New Hope. Of like, I care. I care. That youth in that, yeah. like, I'm not in denial. I'm not blind about what's happening, but look, really? we can really do something. Yeah. <laughs> we can make a difference. Yeah. Yeah, did uh, anything else about Rose jump out at you uh, besides the thing we're going to talk about no, next? Yeah,
1: the next one is more the most important one. Uh, no, Rose is there, and I like that she's there. I think we need still need a little bit more about Rose. I think we as an audience and and, and writers and creators, I think we're still waiting to learn a little bit more about Rose. Now, there's been a lot of little um, little books and comics and everything. The, the 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 Age of Resistance Rose Tico comic is really good. Uh, really good. So I, I, I still, I still want more Rose. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
3: Uh. Well, one thing it appears that we're not going to get, which we've had rumbles about, but this book leans into it, is Rose and Finn not romantically involved? There's yeah. a quick, uh, interesting conversation between Poe and Finn where, like, real quick, yeah. Poe sees, uh. uh Ray and Finn with their heads together and kind of interrupts. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Was there?" Uh, and Finn's like, "No, nothing. Nothing with Ray." And yeah. then Poe's like, "Well, since I'm asking, yeah, how about you and Rose." And Finn's got that line, just like, "No, we talked about it. Crate was just a moment. There's nothing. Yeah. It's, we're friends." Yeah. How did you feel about? I just it, it was um, shipping for people who do it is such a big thing. And yeah. This is just like, oh, here are two shipping balloons. <laughs> Let's let the air out of them. Uh again, it's it's yep. maybe it's it's this is what Finn thinks now. Now, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh and I will say in the spark of the resistance, and I believe the allegiance comic, Rose expresses concern that Finn is on a really dangerous mission. And I yeah, yeah. I interpret it as maybe Rose still has feelings for Finn, mm-hmm. but Finn is not reciprocating or comprehending yeah. or yeah.
1: Not ready, not a you know. This is someone who grew up in number. He, yeah, he, right. His connections came a little later in life. Yeah, there could be some of that there, but it it seemed a real like quick. Wow, okay, there we go. <laughs> um, was you know these are the conversations that I would love to have. If uh, Rebecca Roan is like, cool, hey, so I have some ideas about Rose and Finn. Uh, nope, no you don't, <laughs> no you don't. Um, there's no oh, there there. But this is also. Uh, a real big answer that I don't know that they would just be like, ah, okay, he just answered here in this line. Yeah. Um. And again, luck and change. This is, we got a year to, to in storyline to Rise yeah. of Skywalker. And this was one of the major things in the
3: uh, Rise of Skywalker celebration panel, right? Yeah, Where yeah, yeah. Where you're getting uh, Stephen Colbert, right? Yeah. Uh, it was Stephen Colbert, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with are pushing John Boyega, and John Boyega making jokes about like, yeah. no, he's uh, he's wild and free, you know. Yep. It's a n- no, Ray, romance, no. Uh, yep, no rose romance. Um, there is uh, intimacy mm-hmm. of an ambiguous kind, but it's definitely there. I, I do like that the book takes time to uh, establish and celebrate the connection between mm-hmm. Poe and Finn. Yeah, yeah. Right, they have it's a, a lot a, in this continuing scene. Uh, they talk about the different things that they that Finn talks about things that he kind of hasn't experienced, mm-hmm. and it has that like, hey, remember I I would a number not long ago, yeah. And they have that gr- that great moment of like, yeah, Poe gave you your name. That's that's strong. That's a strong intimate connection. There's the lines about like strong emotion passed between them. Right. Uh, how did how did you
1: take all that? It all. All of it, all of it, especially the tie thing, stood out. Stood out in a way I've not yet felt. Okay. in previous Star Wars things, this all could be. I mean, Josh McCuga tied my tie on the show because <laughs> I was like, "Can you do a better knot for me?" Um, if you're looking for shipping clues, Finn fin, yeah. fin and Poe, there there could be absolutely none in this, or there could be a lot, which is right. Same. And I, you know, I want to, uh, you know, uh, you could. This could be a very brotherly relationship, but this is the first time. And I'm not much of a shipper, and I know you're not either. But this is the first time I thought, okay, this could be the path they're going to. Yeah. Because it wasn't just simple little silly things of, uh, you know, oh, they they hugged and they felt awkward about it. No, it was just – it was a constant and consistent stream of uh, uh, affection for each other in in a way. Again, could very well just be brotherly, uh, but it, it, it stood out to me it's it, before I read any articles about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I really liked yeah. uh, that the book was
3: showing an undeniable connection. Uh, mm. and I would even say love between them Yeah, yeah. A for, care yeah. for one another. And, and, you know, from, from Finn's perspective, like you gave me my name. I'm yeah. taking my first steps into this world and pose. Like I really screwed up, man. Uh, you know, in and, and getting that yeah. forgiveness from Finn. And so like, there's an undeniable connection. And I, I, it is uh, interesting that in the book right now you could absolutely take that as they're going to be romantically linked or you can say like, no, it's just, it's a different uh, Mm -hmm. kind of love. I like that it is open and we're going to see what the movie delivers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's a first, I I had, the you know from the jacket exchange in Force Awakens on, and this has been part of the right. conversation, and and it's been fun. They play with it on stage a lot too. Yes, they make uh, yeah. on Twitter. I've seen Boyega specifically tweet out some stuff, joking around about it. Um, I wouldn't, you know, and we can have a larger discussion about that. Like, you know, are, was that always planned? Is it a reaction to something? It's just like, yeah, let's do this. And all of it could end up in a very positive space. I don't know. But this is, a, this again, the first time, I was like, wait a second. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It is it, it's hard to ignore hard such to. a great, well-written, intimate moment mm-hmm. between these people who have reason to be connected following immediately after, I have yeah. no romantic entanglements.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and there's a great scene when they have to go undercover and Poe doing Finn's tie that you are talking about, Finn insisting on the starboard tie clip, even though they're supposed to kind of be undercover, Undercover. is such a great, like, no, I'm all in now, I'm all in. Uh, One of my very favorite details in the entire book is Finn needs to come up with a cover name. Yes. In the espionage, and he wants to be Cad Genty, which it (laughs) turns out is... A uh, pop culture hero who appears in holovids and comics <laughs> of some kind. However, comic yep. books, I guess they're all on the data pads. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the we learn that Finn got these smuggled in when he was first order and like stayed up late and read yep. comic books about a dashing hero and like that's such a great detail. Like, okay, well we already know that he's a character who had the strength to mm-hmm. to make the the different choice. When he had the opportunity to and say, I'm not going to kill for them, as he says in in The Force Awakens. Uh, But to know that maybe he had this pop culture. Yeah. The, you know, Star Wars, James Bond, whoever, Indiana Jones, whoever Cad Genty is. He had that (laughs) in the back of his mind of like, I could do the
1: right thing like Cad Genty. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And then looks across the table and sees Poe Dameron in a. Cad Genty jacket. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love uh, I love that kind of in world uh, scene that there's pop culture entertainment in Star Wars.
3: Yeah, and it's gonna if <laughs> yeah. it's there, it's gonna have an impact. Uh, Poe, some details. Top by Wedge. Is that yeah? I like that. I that's that wasn't in, in any of the comics. That's, that's, that that's seems, my knowledge.
1: Yeah, and we know that Wedge was a teacher for a long time. It's, yeah, with you know, the New Republic, and that's where Poe started, and uh, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I, for me, it always been focused on Snap. Yeah, you know, and his, his training on the fly with Snap and everything, but uh, I like that little detail. Yeah,
3: yeah. legacy of Wedge is there. It is powerfully there, not just Wedge being upset about his space chickens. Also, he taught Poe everything he knew. Yeah. Um, we've talked a lot about Poe's trauma, but a specific thing jumped onto me, that he is really guilty about the mutiny and the yeah. deaths that arose from it, but he still thinks taking out the fulminatrix
1: was the right call. I understand that, because I still think it was the right call, too. I, yeah, but it's part of it. It's part of the confusion. You know, it's part of what he's dealing with. Like, right. But hey, look what we did. We, we got out of that. We might not have got out of that part. Yeah. Um, if you, but but maybe he thinks if only I'd learned the lesson of that though and applied it going forward. I so I I I understand where he's coming from on that. Yeah. Because I still think it's a it's needed
3: yeah, and that, hey, it's a risky thing, and it's, it's war weird. and people died is one thing. And like yeah. I, I understand that I really took a risk. I can't always take a risk and some people died, but that's really different than I betrayed the resistance right by make by making a different call. Yeah, yeah, so it's very interesting and will fuel it was Poe Wright debates, uh, really accepts his uh, leadership role. and uh, it is made Canon in this book and also in that spark of resistance book that Poe's hair is good. Right. Both right. those books feature discussions of how awesome Poe's hair is.
1: Mm. Are you a, yes, a fan of uh, do you stand Poe's hair? This is 100% uh has to this is in canon and in our own legends. <laughs> he's got the best hair in the world. Yeah, yeah. do you like that that focus or yes. is is yeah, it yeah. a little too it's, in-world? Nah, it's fun. Okay. I, you yeah. look come on, you look at Poe. He's a nice guy. You think he doesn't realize he has good hair? Yeah, it's, uh, people know. Yeah, people, people know. know. People know. The whole
3: galaxy knows now. Mm-hmm. Uh, another bit of canon business. The time frame. There's a real implication to me that the First Order has been on Akeva and Corellia mm-hmm. for a while, like yeah. before the Force Awakens, because they talk about. There's, they they came to Akeva and there was a. In election to get a a bureaucrat who is sympathetic to them elected because they thought that would make things easier. Right. Corellia, they've already
1: kind of taken over uh, some of the actual production, right? Production, yeah. I think this is an interesting reveal as we start to try to put together the picture of the First Order before Force Awakens and how it's built. Um, we know a little bit from Bloodlines, you know, where they're starting to get their funds and, and they were building out there in the unknown regions, all that kind of stuff. So it's another angle of it of, all right, we, we, we think we're going to start making some moves into the galaxy. What are ways to do it? We talked about it with, with, with Winter Bratt, but, but the, the elections industry – uh, it makes makes a lot of sense to me.
3: Yeah, it just makes the sort of denial of the new republic even
1: worse, right? Yeah. To be yeah, like, yeah. it's right look, there. We, we're we're over we're over in our own space
3: near the unknown mm-hmm. regions, but mm-hmm. look, we just we just popped into Crelia and we asked them, yeah, if they would like to build some ships for us and they were like, "Cool." Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and maybe you can imagine that they upped the pressure. And maybe I'm wrong about the way I'm reading it, but just the amount of events oh, yeah, yeah. that are described as happening on Corellia, I was like, how could that happen in the time span Jackson, yeah. of The Force Awakens and Last yep. Jedi? One day we'll get that full picture, the, the story of the First Order. Yeah. This is a little clue. The Force Awakens, or the First Order yeah. timeline, rather. Yeah. Uh, Maz, uh, she, we talked a little bit about her already. She wants to help in her own way. She encourages Poe to be the light. Uh, she ends up, with everything we've talked, we haven't really talked about the plot much. So it's all about this list. Maz is yeah. the one who tells them About the list and gets them to the party where they can get the list. Yeah. Um, How are you feeling about Moz? Do you think she's going to be a major factor in Nine or do you think she's going to play a role like she did in Last Jedi and in this book where it's like, well, I got my own thing, but here's a crucial bit of information.
1: I think it's a crucial bit of information. Isn't that what there's we now think she's or know she's in that one shot of the briefing. Oh yeah, because yeah. people were joking about the big puppet character, Muppet character. You and yeah, I were talking the big about blue furry, and use that to distract the fact that Moz is standing right next to Poe. Okay, uh, people out there, you can confirm for us. I'm not going to look right now, so I think. But even then, regard. I think it will be a small key contribution.
3: Yeah, I can see her showing up at the last minute in some mm. big old ship, guns blazing. Uh, here comes uh, here comes uh, wild Maz the to the Mozz Cruiser. Yeah um, mm-hmm. One other uh, Kind of big uh, Canon reveal I guess um, no, I do yeah. say canon reveal I'll lay A Leia moment um, The reveal that Ransom Castrofo, Yes Who I think many of us Really love from Bloodline mm-hmm. Is alive Leia's going on a hunch Maybe the force that The initials RC on the list Mean this guy mm-hmm. I love That It is him gets rescued because it's a win for Leia. Finally, mm. she's lost so mm. many friends. This is one that she assumed was gone years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a great payoff on Leia always being the messenger of hope. Yeah. Of after all these friends I've lost and my brother, my husband, maybe my son forever guy got one friend back that I thought was gone that Oh, man, it makes me happy for Leia.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because uh, that's part of the Last Jedi story of hers is just like I've lost too much, lost too much. And and I always talk about the eyes of Leia on Kraid and just the pain and it's it's decades of, of loss going back to Alderaan, going back to before. Um, so, yeah, that's a great little moment. I hadn't really thought about it in those terms until you said it there. I've just like – she got one back. Yeah, she got one back. A little bit of hope yeah.
3: rewarded. Like this is this is why we hope. Yeah, so as a look at the kind of major canon moments mm-hmm. that that popped uh, as we begin to wrap up our conversation about Resistance Reborn, it is so much of an all-star team, as you said, Ken. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just wanted to run down the list of characters mm-hmm. uh, and and if there's anything that we, that we need or want to scream out into the world sure. about these characters. So uh, you mentioned uh, Braca. That's actually a planet, right. not a person, but it's a. This scavenger salvage planet that they go to that is also going to be in Jedi Fallen Order. So it's got a planet that we're going to get to run around on it's that preview. we didn't even know yet, which yeah. is insane. They're to reread this and go, ah, Bracca. Ah, Bracca. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Zay Versio and Shriv yeah. from Battlefront 2 video game. Shriv is a big fan favorite. Yeah. I think because of the just general, like, yeah, I'm in this, but uh, I, oh boy, don't the, say
1: thank you or anything. Yeah. Fun
3: snark. I love the mm-hmm. conversation about if you're kind of born off planet and spend most of your time as in ships, you're a space baby. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's classic space- Shrev. Yeah. Classic mm-hmm. Um, the, They're from the Battlefront two video game. Uh, then got black squadron, which is, you know, mentioned in force Awakens yeah, the yeah. characters appear, but they're really from the Poe Damring comic really, book, right? Yeah. You got, uh, Snap Wexley, uh, who's also from the Aftermath novels, from them, in that he is one of the very main characters. (laughs) Uh, Jess Pava, Sir Lindo Javos, uh, Carrie Coon, right? Yeah. Who's, um, uh, Snap's wife. Snap's wife. Yeah, so that's a, if you've been reading those comics or if, like me, you just binge them in the last yeah. week, that's a big dose of here's this other thread of Star Wars storytelling and yeah. symbolism. And,
1: and carrying over a lot, like the little running joke of Jess Pava being the destroyer of astromech droids. And so great. A lot of that carried over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Nora Wexley uh, mm-hmm.
3: is uh, from the novel Aftermath, but also really the sort of the, the family of Wedge Antilles. Yeah. Nora, the planet Akiva... Uh, Temin Wexley not wanting to be called Temin, he's yep. called Snap now. Yep, uh, all of that is, is flowing out of Aftermath, Aftermath. storytelling.
1: Yeah, it's good to have uh, you know, the wedge was the big sell. You know, we in fact, we don't even have the cover, because uh, he's on the cover and they were hiding that and that kind of leaked. Um, so the press copies had no, had no covers. Oh, is that why the press copies yeah. didn't have colors? No covers. covers. Um, but wedge is there, but it's a lot more than wedge too. Wedge is a highlight, but Nora coming back was important too. Yeah, and a lot of the aftermath stuff. Uh,
3: and then we Nora has always been one of my favorite characters from yeah. the books, so I, I was thrilled that uh, she was returning and uh, characterized, you know, very accurately to the yeah. way she's presented in aftermath as well. Uh, We've Got ransom Castrofo yeah. from Bloodline that we just talked about, Yendor from Lost Stars and Bloodline, uh, mm-hmm. both Claudia Green novels. Uh, Gracchus the Hutt is mentioned, who appears in both the Poe Dameron comic and the main Star Wars comic line. Yeah, Buff, the Buff Hut. He works out. (laughs) He works out a little bit. Yeah, he collects lightsabers and he lifts. Yep, he does. That's Gracchus the Hutt. Yep. General Reichen from Empire Strikes Uh, Back, right? Man. Original trilogy.
1: General Carlos Reichen coming back is uh, something I never thought I'd see, and that just (laughs) spoke to my old crusty officer loving heart. And, you know, he doesn't have a super big part, but he's there. And I love that Leia's like, we don't just need warriors. We need strategy. uh, uh, We need strategic minds. We need leaders. And Raiken, who's got to be old, man. Yeah. Got to be in his 80s or something. Yeah. it's like, I'll come back. All
3: right, I'll do it. Uh, I think my personal favorite. I cheered for you. Ori, Marco. Uh, originally known as the action figure prune face from return of the Jedi. There's even some fun jokes about like, mm. were you there? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah.
1: They're, they're Leia's like, were you? She, you know, but it's like, I was two feet over. From yes. Yeah, yes.
3: Yeah. yeah. Which they, they, I grew up uh, thinking for so long, I had that prune face action figure yeah. and like, Oh, this is from Java's palace. Right. Like, no, they're very briefly the <laughs> Yeah. the respectable Drassilian, uh with the uh, cool eye patch. And uh, in Legends, he's been called Ori Marco and this mm-hmm. is they finally put him back in, in yeah. canon as Ori Marco, Which is, I think, a more respectable name than <laughs> Pruneface. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, Tessa Naz, mm-hmm. uh, ex-imperial warlord from Radat
1: rat attack yeah
3: Uh, rat attack is deep in canon where uh, war uh, world uh, where Count Dooku found uh, Saj Ventress Mm -hmm. Uh, Saj's backstory is all tied up with that but
1: Tessa Nass herself new character and I liked her a lot kind of a Bigger uh, warlord sized character they talk about. opposing yeah. Imposing nature and uh, interesting take. Again, on rebirth and being reborn an Imperial warlord now in the Resistance. Yeah, yeah, and saying,
3: like, but this is where I want to be, because I recognize I did things wrong, and I want to make them right. Um, Mm -hmm. There is a random reference to Leia recording memoirs, which is a reference to, uh, I can't remember if bz Forcio is shouted out in particular. I think the droid is. But that's the framing device of the middle reader Leia book, Moving Target, which was on the journey to the Force Awakens, where Leia tells this adventure... About how they got the shuttle Tiderium, mm-hmm. because pz Forcio co is uh, reminding Leia, you have to record all your memoirs. It's like that, the layer of yeah. canon shout outs, and I'm sure that there's missing a bunch.
1: I, I want that actual memoir.
3: Oh, yeah, the full Leia yeah. memoirs. Give me that. And, yeah, Give me uh, that. Uh, PC4CO, lay on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, from the movies, Lieutenant Connix, played by Billy Lord, uh, Nine Numb, uh, several other, I think, minor mm-hmm. characters from the actual movies. Uh, So that was my attempt to list the characters. I'm sure I miss some.
1: There's a lot. Yeah, but you did great. That's
3: it, man. Yeah, other new characters. So So, my question for you is, Mm -hmm. seeing all these characters, did it make you
1: wonder where any other characters were? Absolutely. Hera was the one we talked about. Right. I thought, I mean, once you start going to Ryloth and you're advancing the story a number of years, that makes sense. You know, all right. So we, we believe we've seen the ghost. So maybe we'll get that answer somewhere else, uh, and, and material leading up. or coming yeah. out at nine. Um, Sabine, Ezra, all those kind of things. I never thought you were going. They were going to pop up. Jason as you have listed here <laughs> on the list. We don't think uh, the mystery child. It is the official position of force Center that we do not believe Jason Sandoval factors into anything. He's running Mortis. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah. yeah, he's running the gift shop and Mortis and the training dojo. Uh, you have listed, and this is one I thought about. Uh, Thank Kyrell and Sienna Ree. Yeah, uh, we we don't there's always there's there's a need perhaps for a lost star sequel because mm-hmm. it ends in a way where you want to know more and because they're both alive and because that is th- what 30 years or so prior yeah. to this to advance them uh, a number of years but still they'd be younger than Riken they would clearly be valuable to this story. Incredibly valuable. Yeah, the other and one I thought of while we were talking. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I Just and Claudia hasn't a chance to f- finish that story, so that's probably one of the reasons why you couldn't add them elsewhere, maybe. But um, I, I, I do wonder about them. Yeah. They'd be valuable. They would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: the other one that occurred to me, because I also like this character a lot, is uh, Sinjarath Valis yes. from uh, Aftermath and he kind of left off being in a mm-hmm. aid to Mon Mothma. Yep. So maybe he retired with Mon Mothma, but mm-hmm.
1: this whole thing is come out of retirement. Sincher's a, a, a character I, I hope we see again. I hope we hear from again. Um, I would love, you know, I know Wendig's relationship with uh, Star Wars right now is, a, is maybe a little difficult, strained uh, for other reasons, but uh, that's a character I'd like to see come back. Yeah, it would be absolutely great uh,
3: uh, to see him come back in mm-hmm. living in to find another day. But the great part of the way this book was constructed mm-hmm. is uh, all these characters could be hiding out. They could be yeah. uh, in custody of the first order. Like the door is still open.
1: Yeah. That's the thing too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with Singer, that would make some sense.
3: Yeah. All
1: right. We're wrapping up our
3: conversation. As always, we could talk about uh, this book forever
1: because it's very, very dense, but I want to talk
3: about the ending. Mm-hmm. The, they kind of they get reborn on a, an emotional level, mm-hmm. on a practical level. They they get a CR ninety Corvette and some X wings. They rescue some allies from Corellia. They get a hold of that list so they can find and rescue other allies. Yeah. So they've got like material victory, right? Yeah, yeah, and they've they... got next steps to take, but they decide. Well, look, if we travel around in a big group, we're a target and mm-hmm. Poe gives that great speech of like we're going to spread out and we're, if people are already fighting we're going to help them if they're not fighting yet we're going to try to convince them to fight and the
1: resistance is going to be everywhere mm-hmm. how do you feel about that ending? I like it a lot. Again, what were my expectations coming in? Big fights. We got ships. We're going to go, 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 go and fight the First Order. No, it's not how it's going to work, especially at this point. It might be how it works in Episode 9, but to get there, you're going to need to do things like this and think of the storytelling opportunities you got with this, the comic books you can tell. It just made a lot of sense in new canon, and when I close the book, I remember just that feeling of, great satisfaction that I know that this is the right way for the resistance to be reborn.
3: Yeah, exactly. And I think whatever it does, uh, whatever the storytelling happens to be in kind of a, a real practical level of like, when we catch up to the resistance in rise of skywalker they've got a big base like hoth and mm. they're all together and they're ready to fight or you know that great shot that we see in the trailer of all those ships is that the first time the whole resistance comes right, together right, right, after right. all this uh, this you know year of time that passes yeah. or however much time exactly passes um all that stuff is like it's exciting who knows but i liked that the book definitively ends emotionally on everything that the trailers have been leading to. You mm-hmm. know, the thousand generations living you now will be uh, we'll always be with you, but this is your fight. Ends on Ray Poe, and Finn, mm. kind of arms around each other, seeing yeah. Leia kind of give them, give them the, the, the uh, emotional thumbs up. Yeah. Like, she looks a little bit more content. Why? Because she knows we've got this. We got it. We are the resistance. And like, emotionally, if you ever have any doubt that this final movie is about the new generation... Truly stepping up yeah. and moving into the future, this book is another reminder of that is where this
1: is going. Very clear, very clear indeed. The future is looking bright because they have everything they need. Exactly. So that is our look at Resistance Reborn. Hey, that was a great deep look. This was a, this was a. You know, I don't. It's not the end of an era. We clearly got more Star Wars books coming. Uh, but this was definitely as we go into nine and the end of the Skywalker saga. Like you said, yeah, you, you kind of have to wonder. We're starting to. Wrap all things up. Uh, Will there be stories on the other side of this? Well, of course. The stories are going to go on. Uh, I'm waiting for that Kenobi, uh, Journals of Kenobi redo, like an actual canon version of it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things there. But uh, this... This really felt like a, a, a the end of high school. Yes, me. these were the times of our these resistance. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Joseph, for taking us through. Absolutely. Uh, thanks to uh, Rebecca Roehner for writing this great book and Delray for putting it out. We we really love uh, what they've done the last few years, and this is uh, looks like a great culmination of that. Uh, if you want to uh, listen to more Force Center, if you're finding us for the first time, uh, we're available on a lot of uh, podcast locations. Just search your favorite one to find us. We do have a website, fourcenterpod.potematic.net, to get some information. We're on YouTube, Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at fourcenterpod. Use the hashtag fourcenter. Join the conversation and like us on Facebook. We got a Patreon page, patreon.com/slash fourcenter, where you can support us as well. And Joseph, it's a perfect time of year. You're wearing a fourcenter shirt.
3: I am. Uh, it says speculate yeah. responsibly. Yeah. Designed by the wonderful Brian
1: Ward. You can find that on our T Public site. Absolutely. Tpublic.com slash YouTube slash Force Center. And then our own stuff. You can follow me at cadnapsock. Information on uh, a lot of things like books, shows, and more is there. And Joseph, uh, things you're working on can be found on your website.
3: Yeah. So I got comedy albums, live comedy shows. I wrote a comedy book a while back. It's partially funny uh, because it's out <laughs> of date about pop culture, so have fun ah. with that. Anyway, it's all on my website at com, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as at
1: josephscrimshaw. Alright, that is it for now. Until the next book, uh, this has been your Resistance Reborn review on 4 Center.